Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Looking beautiful in a nice blue pin dot. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I am I told you <laughs> a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Before we started recording, yeah. I told you that I had recently gotten some new warm weather shirts. Congratulations, Jordan. Thank you. It's getting warmer. Yeah. I had on like a cardigan in recent weeks when I was going to work. Can I tell you what? I had to ditch that asshole because it got too hot. Can I tell you Can I tell you what I do when it gets hot in here? Hmm. Take off all my clothes. Mm. Are you getting so hot? Yeah, I'm going to take my clothes off. Do you want to take your clothes off? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We have a lot of that. We have a lot of that warm weather here in Los Angeles. I understand how you could get some warm weather shirts. Mm-hmm. You got to make the turn. Yeah. Eventually, you got to get ready and make the turn. That's something about seasons. You got to know. Here it comes, and you got to commit to it. Because otherwise, you're going to be in a bunch of chamois shirts. Oh, it's going to be a, a, a temperate May. I don't want that. It's the last thing you want. Now, you were, it, again, not to, you know, not to lean totally on this off-mic conversation that we were right. having, but, but before we started recording, you were trying to sell me on the idea of flannel-lined chinos. Oh, yeah. Uh, part of me is intrigued, oh, but also... Yeah. Part of me thinks that this might not be a good idea. Okay, Jordan, let's get into this because we barely touched on it off microphone, and sure. this is an important topic. Jordan. Yeah, we were just flitting from topic to topic like hummingbirds to different flowers. Yeah, or different topics of conversation. They have very lively conversations, <laughs> hummingbirds. Oh, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. One minute they're talking about next nectar. The next next minute they're talking about beating their wings very fast. <laughs> and how they'll fly for a little bit even if they, they're shot. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be dead and flying. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Yeah, I think so. I think hummingbirds fly for a little bit. If you like, would, you know, shoot a hummingbird with a BB gun or something... It would, like, stay airborne for a little while even though it had died. Like cutting off the head of a chicken and it still runs around? I think it's a similar thing. Where do you think a hummingbird's central nervous system is located? Its tail feathers? I think they're all central nervous system. They're so tiny. Oh, yeah. I think they're one big one big nerve ball. That sounds cool. That does sound really cool. That's like me before I take a test, okay? <laughs> That's me after I've had too much cold brew. Yeah, you got it, buddy. I, uh, I, I, I'm... So in recent months, right. I have tried to cut down the amount of coffee that I am drinking. And you are uh, you have gone through periods where your coffee consumption was off the charts. Ebbs, it, you know, ebbs and flows. I've had I've had uh, feast times and famine times when it comes to coffee. Uh, you know, just depending on you know depending on what my schedule is, what's demanded of me. Uh, how smelly I'd like my poops to be. Well, I was... These are all things I take into consideration when I'm wondering how much coffee to drink. Jordan, the, f- the first question that people ask me when they, mm-hmm. when they find out that I know Jordan Morris mm-hmm. and that I know him so closely, mm-hmm. they ask me, well, how does he smell? Yeah. And I'll tell you, the man smells sweet as mm-hmm. a rose. Okay, sweet... Sure, thank you. Sweet as the sweetest rose. It's actually a green tea shampoo, but... Got it. Um, there was, at, your, at the height of mm-hmm. your coffee... You smelled a little bit. Coffee man. Yeah. Well, like this coffee was like man. three years ago, I want to say. Yeah. There was a period where you always had coffee. Mm-hmm. In that period, there was coffee coming out of your body. <laughs> sure. Uh, in a variety of forms, none of which smelled as sweet as a rose. Um, so uh, coffee consumption is significantly less than that these days. Yeah. Um, and so and we, we pushed our work schedule forward a little bit. So we're starting a little later than we usually do. Right. Uh, so 
trying to cut back on the coffee. I don't need it as much. And if right. I'm, you know, if I'm drinking it, it's just, you know, to have something to do with my hands. Right. So. Might as well have a kombucha then. Sure. Yeah. Or uh, just be caught in a Chinese finger trap all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> or trying to kill hummingbirds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just to watch them fly for a little bit. Oh, should our show be anti-hummingbird? I think that's a fun stance. Don't don't you and a colleague have an opinion about them being the rats of the sky? Uh, no. So I here's the conversation. Yeah. Uh, me and uh, Emmy Blotnick, who yeah. I formerly worked with, now she works on the Comedy Central Donald Trump talk show. Yeah. Um, so we would often eat lunch outside together, and our office is ground zero for hummingbird parties. Right. It's like a it's like a warehouse where hummingbirds go to rave. Sounds magical. It's it's very ma- well. I think it's magical. I like seeing those little scooties mm-hmm. scooting in and out. Mm-hmm. Flying around from flower to flower, talking about how they fly even in death. I think that Scoots is a good name for hummingbirds. It would be a better name for hunting hummingbirds if it wasn't also a word for poop accidents. Scoots? Yeah, think little Scoots. I've never That's heard Scoots. I've word. never heard Scoots uh, in terms of I think poop accidents. I've got the Scoots is like a way of saying you have like diarrhea. Interesting. I think that's true. Okay. But you, do you say that? No. Okay. This may be... This may be like uh, from a script that I wrote in my head in a dream or something like that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not standing behind this. But... Where you're a, like a folksy Southern man with diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, lordy lord, you say? I'm out here I, getting diarrhea. I got the again. scoots real bad. <laughs> I got them scoots. Let's <laughs> get the scoots. Oh boy, baby, I've got them scoots. On a cold and gray Chicago morn, another little baby's got those scoots in his diaper. In his diaper. Oh, the only place to eat around me is the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Um, so, I got them okay, scoots. We're, uh, we're way Real off base bad. here. Where you, you're in this magical... So, yeah. So, I always liked it when the hummingbirds would come around. Right. I mean, Blotnick did not like it when the hummingbirds would come around because she thought that they had rodent-like qualities and we eventually came to call them slimy air mice. <laughs> right. Now, I don't think they are slimy air mice. Right. But that is such a fun thing to call them that yeah. I started calling them that. I can understand that entirely. Yeah. So, you know, I hope hummingbirds don't take offense. I like them. And I hope that they fly around my head. Maybe they try and get a little nectar from my ear. That'd be a fun misunderstanding. Yeah, that would be that would be compelling. What was it? The thing that we were talking about them pants, right? Oh yeah. So we're yeah wool, wool chinos. No, flannel flannel lined, lined chinos. chinos. Not a wool wool flannel, chinos. Cotton flannel. Oh okay. This is something that uh, well, I was envisioning a wool flannel. So already I'm rethinking my position. Go this ahead. Is probably, Go ahead. This is probably what a northeastern mm. sea captain wears under those yellow slickers. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Oh, got to get out there on the sea. Uh, I'm the fish stick man. That's right. On on the on the front of the fish stick box, I am. Oh, I Mr. Ca- Hellman's? What are those called? No, Ca- that's mayonnaise. Cod? No, that's laughable. I would never catch cod. I ca- catch a different type of fish, and I know the differences between fish because I'm a seaman. That's right. A seaman am I, catching halibut out there. Oops, I got the scoots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Captain's got the scoots. Elvis, what are you doing on board? <laughs> oh, I had to take another job after my music career went south. <laughs> 
Now I'm on this fish stick boat getting the scoots. Traded in the colonel for the admiral, am I right? (laughs) Oh, baby, the colonel's bad at me. (laughs) I was his whole livelihood. A flannel chino Mm -hmm. is the most comfortable single garment available to wear Mm -hmm. for men. Sure. It surpasses a sweatpant. Mm -hmm. It surpasses a cashmere sweatpant. Mm -hmm. Because it lets you retain your dignity while having secret softness. Oh, secret softness. Exactly. So what you're doing is... That's why I always uh, always have a little hamster in my pants. (laughs) That's what I call daddy's secret softness. (laughs) They die a lot. I spend a lot on hamsters. My hamster budget is is pretty out of control these days. The truth is hamsters are going to die one way or the other. That's true. Nobody's ever had a long-lived hamster. Yeah, they might as well die in your pants. It's one of those ways to get that... Giving daddy a fuzzy little secret. I have so much confidence in my showbiz meetings. Ooh, daddy's got a fuzzy secret. He's got a hamster in his drawers. Oh, is, yeah, baby. This is your equivalent of Donald Trump pushing things away from him. Have you seen that gif? Oh, yeah, sure, of Donald Trump sliding a water glass. Yeah, just yeah. various things. I think yours yours is daddy's little secret is that you got that hamster in your pants. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gearing up for a presidential run. I don't think I've been secretive about that. It's no, something I've always wanted to do. That's right out there. Since Since you're approaching 35. Yeah, so I think I should start, you know, I should start with power moves. Right. You know, I should start, you know, gaining power moves. I mean, speaking of Donald Trump, I mean, boy, this guy's a real inspiration to me. I don't know if you've seen his handshake where he, like, cranks the arm back and forth. No, I haven't seen that. That's also a good compilation to watch sometime. Donald Trump handshakes. He he grabs and he he'll push you and then pull you in. He'll push you back and then pull you in. It's a he's kind of working your Working your arm like it was one of those hobo train carts. Yeah. You know those hobo train carts? What is that? Oh, the ones where you pump them up and down and they drive down the track? Yeah. That's that's not – is that for hobos? I, I think, thought that was for train company employees. I think hobos steal them. Hobos, res- Often. hobos respect the law first and foremost, right? No, they're gentlemen rogues. So then who, then who enforced the law in the Depression? Oh, you're right. It was wandering bands of vigilante hobos. <laughs> right. Excuse me, I have a movie to write. What do you think those bindles are for, buddy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think if I am going to be president, and I think I have a shot at it. I think you got a fair shot. Um, Yeah. I mean, I mean I if st- Hillary Clinton can be a candidate for president, why not you? Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah, I think I'm going to start just kind of collecting these kind of, you know, powerful eccentricities. And I think hamster in the pants is a good start. Yeah. Um. So... Here's my concern about flannel-lined chinos. What's the concern? I, I'm not a man who likes to be hot. Mm-hmm. I'm not a man who likes to be itchy. That's got to be difficult for you because you're naturally hot, my friend. Yeah. I mean, that's my, my, uh, my, hot, um, my hot British blood. Yeah. It's that my ancestors come from across the pond. Right. And yeah, you know what they say about we Brits. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Spicy Britons. Prone to explosions. Yeah, fun, spicy, fiery Britons. Yeah, just like their, yeah, just like their spicy cabbage yeah. they can't stop eating. Yeah. They need Ooh, it. Ooh, give me this, some of them taters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, these wet taters. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah, that's why we like our, yeah, we Britons, we, we run hot and we like our food damp. <laughs> Everything's a little damp. It's not wet, but it. Feels like it's been out in the fog. They've yeah. left it out, and it's got some fog clinging to it. Let's add some cream to that, baby. Mm. Uh, so, I don't like to be hot. Right. And, but I would much prefer to be hot upstairs 
than downstairs. So I am worried that, you know, given given the climate that we're in, I would not have a lot of cause to wear these because I think if the temperature jumped up even a little bit from when I put them on, I would go, Jesus Christ, it's hot downstairs. Daddy's hamster's going to die. <laughs> That's where Daddy keeps his hamster. Look, I don't want to be responsible for the health and well-being of your hamsters, okay? Mm-hmm. That's number one. That's the ASPCA's job. Right. That's why you run that credit at the end of every day <laughs> Sure. that says that they've ensured the safety of all the animals involved in the production, okay? However, I will say that my experience was I bought flannel-lined chinos thinking they were going to be a novelty garment. Thinking that from time to time... Like you'd wear them to a theme party or something? <laughs> yes. A, a modest Northeastern yeah, themed party. Yeah, a main themed party. I mean, yeah, when you're running down when you're running down the theme parties that are really going to get the place popping. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves an 80s party. Yeah. You know, you put on your fanny pack, you put on your hyper color tee, yeah. you dance around to AHA. Right. I mean, that's good. Um... You know, pimps and hoes. Sure. Everybody loves pimps and hoes. Everybody loves a pimps and hoes party. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think after that, when when you're talking about pop and theme parties, the main main region, Mm -hmm. that shit gets nuts, right? I got invited to a Cambridge Square bookseller themed Mm, party. Okay. And that's why I initially needed them. Yeah. Um, I wanted to look like a Boston-based seller. In my case, it was... You know, you, different people take it different directions. In my yeah. case, it was a, a dealer of uh, rare and out-of-print books. You know what You know what? What parts that I love the most of the main theme party? Mm-hmm. When they spray all the hot ladies with chowder. <laughs> yeah. So much melted butter. Yeah. I know, right? It's amazing. So, okay. So you bought these flannel chinos. Right. What, what was, so you're like, I have these. You know, mm-hmm. this will be a once or twice a year thing. Right. But you're wearing them more than that. I found myself, I put them on once on a genuinely cold day. Like one day it was genuinely cold outside. And I put them on and I thought, oh, this this is right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like putting the last piece in the puzzle. You put it in there, you're like, look at that. It is the exact same shape as the hole in this puzzle. This is a goddamn doggy. Only I was feeling. I didn't see it before. Yeah. But now I'm, I suspected it might be a doggy. No, I know it's a doggy. It was filling, rather than filling that last piece of a physical jigsaw puzzle, it was filling in an emptiness inside me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Where now have you thought about? Be. Have you thought about putting Jesus there? I've thought about it. I've been I've been told mm-hmm. by a lot of cool dudes. Yep. Who really have it together? Have their own acoustic guitars. Have their own acoustic guitars. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of tattoos that, if you look closer at are pretty lame yeah that if you have a hole in your heart you should consider putting christ there if jesus i think this if jesus had if flannel lined chinos had had been in the holy land Mm -hmm. at the time of the life of the christ all that static that happened you know all that friction that happened to the my man jc yeah yeah might never have happened Hmm. you know why hmm Pontius Pilate, too cozy. Yeah. Okay, just too cozy the whole goddamn time. Judas, that guy's chill as fuck. <laughs> He's just hanging out, enjoying how soft the f- feeling is around his legs. It's like, ooh, I'm wearing, like, presentable pajamas. Yeah. I feel dignified but cozy. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't need any more silver. Exactly. I've already. I've got a. I've got it. I've got it pretty good. Realistically, how many any. shekels do I need when these things are forty percent off right now at Lands End? Well, that is a great deal. If they had had Lands End at the time, <laughs> can you imagine all the things that Jesus would have had monogrammed? Yeah. Just the dog beds. Mm-hmm. Field jackets. Like a like a nice like a. Like a bag for a long weekend. Oh, yeah. Jesus loves... A weekender. Yeah. Jesus loved a weekender. That's something that is not covered in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. That it may, it may be in the Book of Mormon. I have not read the Book of Mormon, but I can tell you it's not in the New, in the New Testament, but I can confirm it. Jesus loved a, a good weekend. <laughs> Palm Springs. <laughs> oh, my God! Going out the to, son of God? Going Are you to, kidding me? Going out to Ojai. Yeah, he loved Ojai. And once in a while, yeah. not all the time, right. once a year, he'll do Vegas. Sure. He's not a Vegas guy. If the boys are coming. If the boys are coming. You know, and it doesn't have to be all about the clubs and right. the bling. Let's say the Apostle Peter yeah. is getting married. Yeah, Pete. Okay. If Petey's getting married, I still call him Petey. Yeah, you throw... We've we known each other since we were kids. You throw everybody into the party van. Right. Petey. Right. John John. <laughs> yeah. Judy Jude. <laughs> yeah. The whole gang. <laughs> Judy, Judy, Judy. Judy Jude. Uh, you, send him to, you send him down to Vegas. And the thing about Las Vegas is mm-hmm. a lot of people think the only thing to do is, like, gamble or mm-hmm. whatever. But you can go see shows. Yeah. Like, if you... Let's... Let's be realistic. Let's say you're the son of God sent to earth to die for all of our sins. Right. Okay. I can get in that headspace. Okay. Do you not want to go see Rita Rudner? She, she's one you of got the, the weekend free. Yeah. Listen, and if there's one thing I know about Jesus is that his favorite, his favorite edition of HBO's Comic Relief right. was 92. You got it. Rudner's set on Comic Relief 92 is iconic. And he would love to see that in person. Ooh la la. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you Rudner's anyone never been who's better. ever seen a painting of the Last Supper knows this. Jesus loved a buffet. <laughs> That's true. But Jesus before an affordable, mid to high quality buffet. Mm-hmm. I have had a lot of different kinds of buffets. Yeah, I've never really liked any of them. I don't. I think, that's and I think true. that's probably a common buffet complaint. I don't. I think this is a, probably a pretty basic opinion to have but they're not good right nothing about them is good i mean it's fun it's fun like it's fun to do sure i will say the one buffet that i think is unambiguously good is a sunday bar oh sure yeah no that's good you're right because if you go to if you go to sizzler or something like that none of the food is really good Mm -hmm. None of it is a disaster, but none of it is any good. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter if ice cream is good. It's still ice cream. Sure. And you can really make it disgusting in a way that you can't at home. Like, I just don't have the equipment to make a really gross fucking pile of Sunday at my house. Sure, like, yeah. I you don't have, have Sunday stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I, give a, I have a... Don't get me wrong. I usually got a little whipped cream in the refrigerator. I got a little caramel sauce. Sure. Maybe I got- Maybe a magic shell. Maraschino cherries. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the full complement. You don't have chopped peanuts and oh, jimmies. Oh. You don't keep jimmies in the house. No, not even- w- The only time I'm using jimmies is when I'm at a main themed party. <laughs> the rest <laughs> of the time, it's all sprinkles. Right. 
That's what you do when the main theme party gets really nuts. Right. You hit the ladies with the chowder hose. <laughs> and then here come the jimmies. Got it, buddy. Yeah, I mean. And you know what? Hey. Indian buffet. Oh, Indian buffet. Yeah, that's a buffet. Indian buffet's pretty good. That's a good buffet. Because there's a lot of stewy foods. Sure. You're looking for a stewed food if you're going to slop it. Something that gets a nice skin on top. Yeah. If you're hitting if you're hitting it any time after 1, it'll have a nice skin. The nice thing about Indian cuisine mm-hmm. is they have the best slops by far. Sure. Yeah, the best dollops. The best dollop-based foods. There's no there's no food if you're at a Chinese food buffet or you're at a Mexican food buffet or you're at an all-American steak and seafood buffet sure. or something like that. There's none of the foods there are really going to squelch in the high quality buffet way that an Indian buffet is and those foods are going to be delicious. It's like slow cooker food. Yeah. And you can you know lay I mean? down. Like there's certain things you can put in a slow cooker and then eight hours later they're really good and other ones eight hours later they're sad and limp. <laughs> you know what I mean? Indi- yeah. Indian's good with that. And you can just make a little uh, – you can just make a little non-base. Yeah. You can lay that down. Yeah. Slop it on top. Yeah. Fold it up at the end. Yeah. Daddy's. Daddy's feeling nice in the pants. Can I tell you something that I've been doing lately with my Indian food, and I'm just going to run this by you. Please, yeah. I just skip the rice. I just go all naan. Yeah. I don't need the rice. I eat it off the naan. Yeah, eat it off the naan. Get a load of this. I'm skipping plain naan. It's paneer naan or nothing for me. Oh, boy. Sorry, plain naan. Later for you, garlic naan. (laughs) I need cheese inside my naan or I'm not fucking with you. (laughs) Cubed cheese. Cube that shit. Cheese that's been a cube at some point. Give me a new cheese. Yeah. Nice white cheese, a nice new white cheese. A I young cheese. I like a I maybe like a variety of naan more than you do, but I like the idea of that being the starch. I think that's that's great. Right? Mhm. Or I don't remember what the name of the one that looks like a spiral and it's a little more fried than a naan. I hear you. You know the one I'm talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. Looks I hear like ya. an earthworm. I'm picturing this bread. If you're picturing an if you're picturing an overhead like a crop circle from the sky of an earthwork, mm-hmm. you know, a, a large scale art installation in a spiral shape, mm-hmm. it's like spiral jetty. Yeah, that's the Indian flatbread I'm talking about. <sighs> India's got a lot of good starches. Oh yeah, they do a nice job with that. That's why they're called the land of a thousand starches. <laughs> Is that where that came from? Yeah, that's where well, that expression I'm putting, came from. I'm putting those together now. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Flannel-lined chinos, I should give them a shot. What am I dropping, 45 bucks? If if you catch the right Land's End sale, you're Mm -hmm. looking at $40, $45. If you're you're going in there paying full freight, which with Land's End, I I cannot recommend in good good conscience. But if you're going to go in and and pay full freight, I'm going to say $70. Okay. But even at $70, I think it's a value. Simply for the coziness. Mm -hmm. The the common – there's no – here's the essential thing. There's nowhere else where you can get the combination of coziness and dignity that you get in a flannel chino. So you will feel like you are wearing a pair of juicy sweatpants. You will feel like you're wearing a fucking Snuggie mm. and nothing wow. else. You're nude in a Snuggie and Crocs or Uggs. But you, you look like you're headed to kind of bunkport to play some touch football. Yeah. You look like you're ready to hang out at the Kennedy compound. Oh, boy, I would love to hang out at the Kennedy compound. Think, yeah, kind of you still have a compound? I think they've subdivided that. Yeah, well, it's like an Airbnb now. 
<laughs> they've got it on vrbo.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not sure we trust Airbnb, but we do like to rent it out for a little side income. I didn't know. I I, I don't know what VRBO is. Oh, that's vacation the, rentals by owner? That's the, that's the alternate Airbnb. That's shitty Airbnb, basically. Gotcha, sure. I mean, like, Airbnb has weird shittinesses about it, but VRBO, VRBO is like where you would go to get like a... A condo to rent like somebody's condo in Kauai. It's just getting it's getting harder and harder to tell what apps are evil. <laughs> and I I know mozzarella sticks are good. Yeah, oh yeah, mozzarella sticks are great. Yeah, <laughs> but like which 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 gig economy apps are exploitative? And I wonder I wonder sometimes when I use Airbnb Airbnb if I'm supporting one of the evil. Well, ones. you run into a, a central problem, which is. <laughs> Capitalism is fundamentally exploitative. Oh, okay. That's the oh. exploitation is the entire premise of our economic system. So what you're saying is to do what I want, yeah, and not think about who it's affecting. Right. Just get get what I can. I should grab, 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 grab. The important part is mm-hmm. that when you do it, mm-hmm. you. Explain why you're doing it mm. while taking pauses in your sentence. I like that idea. Listen, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, boy, do we have sponsors on this week's program. Thank goodness. Yes. Thank. That is one of the most important parts of the program, having a good sponsor. (laughs) Well, hey, we've got a great one today. Yeah. It's our friends at Blue Apron. And, of course, their famous slogan that all the kids are saying, which is... let me add them cakes. Let me add them cakes. Indeed, Blue Apron is an internet meal service uh, that ships you great meals through the mail. I'll give you an example of a meal they'll ship you. Spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza. Uh, Now, I know what you're thinking. It was just spinach and fresh mozzarella. No, 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 no. They give you the Blue Apron twist. That's olives, bell peppers, and ricotta salata. You know what they give you with the sweet and sour salmon with bok choy? What, what's that, Jordan? You're also getting carrots and ginger fried rice. Ooh, that sounds good. Let me add them cakes. Let me add them cakes, indeed. They also got Parmesan-crusted chicken with creamy fettuccine and roasted broccoli, baby broccoli, and fontina paninis with hard-boiled egg and arugula salad. Uh, Lots of great stuff from blueapron.com for less than $10 per person. Check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals for free with free shipping. When you go to blueapron.com slash JJGo. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash JJGo. And it says Blue Apron, a better way to cook. But I think we all, we know. all know their real slogan is... Blue Apron, let, let me at them, them cakes. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You're looking at Reddit? I'm looking at Reddit. Uh, I think listeners who have listened to the past couple Jordan Jesse Goes will know that uh, one of my favorite places to hang out online 
is Ask Reddit NSFW. Ask Reddit, that's like where you go and you say, grocery store checkers. What's the weirdest list of items anyone's bought from you at the grocery store or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And it's, or, you know, like, what should I take into account when purchasing an above ground hot tub? Right. It's either people kind of soliciting for kind of crazy stories or just people who need some, like, practical advice. Right. Um, but Watertight. That's one of the main considerations. Right. Can w- Will my wife get pregnant if we fuck in there? Yeah, probably not. Well, hey, that, yeah. I've heard that it's, I've heard that you can't get pregnant if you do it in a hot tub. Kills the sperm. Oh. So, if you're listening, I guess that's, that's a fact. I guess that's why I'm not pregnant. And assume... And assume it's true. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and blast inside your loved one. Or let your loved one blast inside of you. Yeah, they as go- long as you're in an above-ground hot tub. Go ahead and sue us afterwards. <laughs> yeah, this will hold up in court, asshole. <laughs> you have to explain to the judge what a podcast is first. Well, ultimately, the Achilles heel of this, you'll have to explain to the judge why you were listening to this podcast. Boy, yeah, this will not. Yeah, this is. <laughs> you will not be a credible witness. Will seem, once you will seem like an unsavory character. Yeah. Judge is like, oh, a podcast. Well, I'm listening to S Town. <laughs> you'll say, well. Is it like that? Well, they don't talk to their producer as much in a car as I'd like. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So, the Ask Reddit NSFW is a. Is a is a not that populated subreddit where people ask naughty after dark style questions. Right. And because it is not a busy subreddit, basically no one answers. Can I ask you when you say naughty after dark questions? Mm-hmm. You mean naughty questions about the screensaver suite after dark? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. How do the flag toasters fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got two perfectly good holes. Yeah. <laughs> Shove something in both. You alternate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I, but sometimes you you do get a lively discussion, and I think with this question, uh, with this question, we'll we'll see that a lot of interesting issues are being brought up. Right. So this is Ask Reddit NSFW. The title of the question is How do you get off to professional porn? Mm-hmm. So it seems like before you click on this, this guy just has never masturbated before. Because He's, here's the truth. Or lady, I guess I should say. I mean, I'm assuming that because of the nature of the question and where I'm reading it from, it's a man. But it could be a woman or someone who doesn't identify as either gender. Professionals yes. are great at pornography. Sure. That's why they're paid the big bucks. Mm-hmm. By the big bucks, I mean probably $200. Something really <laughs> sad. Sure. Something painfully probably varies, sad generally. Probably varies wildly uh, if you're talking about men or women. But it is a product designed... To get you off. Sure. There's no purpose to it other than, <laughs> like, let's say I had a Honda Element. Mm-hmm. I can take that to the store to get my groceries, or I can take my dogs to the dog park. Mm-hmm. It's a multi-use vehicle. Sure. Camping. Pornography has but one purpose, and it is quite <laughs> splinchy. <laughs> so this guy is asking, how do you get off to professional porn? Right. So I click on this thing. I think this guy just wants someone to describe jacking off to him. Right. But here he has a, a larger concern. It it's turns called out JOI, jack off instructions. <laughs> just need some JOIs over here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that this guy has a I, – I think a legitimate, a legitimate concern. Right. That I think speaks to the moment we're in, the national moment. Right. The zeitgeist. How do you get off to professional porn? 
Seriously, how do you get off watching 4K porn that takes place in mansions which us peasants will never afford to live in in our mm-hmm. sorry lives? It just throws all sense of realism out the window. This is a Marxist critique. Yes, yes. I, he also seems to have a, 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 a complaint about the resolution of porn, 4K. Is yeah. that what he's talking about? That's a very high Or that it cost $4,000 to make. You and I don't live in a 4K world. No. Not in our middle class incomes. Of course not. We're just regular lunch pail Joes. Sure. Just, <laughs> just fucking lunch pails. Yeah. Toasters, the normal shit. So, so he, one, of the, one of the comments is... You seem to be fairly limited in the types of porn that you're watching. Or maybe all straight porn is like that. I don't really know. And then he replies, the question asker, asker replies, I'm very diverse. <laughs> <laughs> so a lively discussion that I think, I think raises some good points. I mean, I think that the element of lifestyle is an underrated part of any pornography viewing experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just talked about it a couple of weeks ago that I feel profoundly mm-hmm. that nothing boosts my ego or my sense of my own elegance mm-hmm. more than watching amateur pornography and <laughs> seeing what shitty homes people live in. Yeah. So you like it. On, so well, maybe it is dual purpose for you. Right. It sounds like you 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 are having a Honda well, Element experience here. As a smug public radio host in San Francisco, mm-hmm. I can't even achieve an erection without feeling superior to someone. Sure. And so that allows me that thing. And I think that's true. Like if it's if it's a man and a woman and they're both wearing pearls and mm-hmm. ball gowns and they're in a uh, one of those mansions with a white grand piano in it, yeah, I understand that. Because you can't feel better than them. Mm, it doesn't give sure. you the power you crave. Right. So you like you like knowing that that you could send the performers an Amazon gift card and it would make their day, right? Um, just let's brainstorm here for a second. Okay. Let's. I think let's take this guy's complaint and see if we can construct a kind of pornography that really talks about how real people live. Right. You know. I think let's a let's, people's pornography, and I think that's what. You know, your work in public radio is largely about is like yeah. how do how did how are we living now? How are we I love living hear, now? I love to hear real stories from real. They're Americans. better than movies about superheroes told without notes. Yeah. Okay. I like to walk the tightrope mm-hmm. and say everyone has a story. That's what I say in my work. Mm-hmm. That's my that's what I assert in my work. Sure. Everyone has a story. We just have to have ears. To listen to it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne from National Public Radio. So, can we can we construct a kind of pornographic scenario that mm-hmm. is the kind of mean, you know, American existence? Yeah. So maybe it starts like how I assume most of the country's, you know, sexual experiences start in the bar of a Chili's. Yeah. I mean, and again, I don't make it out to the rest of the country a lot. I mean, I'm here, you know, working in media. Right. But I think I have a pretty good idea of what goes on because I'm on Twitter. We're in show business. Yeah. Okay. We can't. We don't have time. We don't have time to visit these other states. No, uh uh-uh. We're in Los Angeles. Sure. We tell you what to think. (laughs) Okay. So what I, what I, how I imagine the rest of the world fucks Mm -hmm. 
You start out and you're in a bar at a Chili's. Is it a Chili's or a Chili's too? Well, those are in airports. <laughs> Got it. I think so. Although I would love a standalone Chili's too. Yeah. I would love. I would love a way. And maybe that's the second business we can have. Yeah. Is a way to get that Chili's airport feel right without going on the long trip. Yeah. Without having to go through those intrusive airport scanners. Yeah, I would love that. If we, you know how they have those combination Taco Bell. KFCs. Yeah. Maybe we could have a combination Chili's 2 and TGI Friday Express. Oh, what, well, what about this? Scrap that. Yeah. Chili's 3. Oh, snap. What is that? What is Chili's 3? Yeah. Is it vomiting? It's either it's either a step below Chili's 2 or a step above Chili's Prime. Yeah. Let's make a white tablecloth Chili's. Yeah, I like that. Fine dining, a night like a bigger wine list. Yeah, maybe they have a mixologist. Boeuf. Yeah, or some boeuf. What's that? It's French for beef. Mmm. Sure. Could yeah. I have a beef. Boeuf. Beef. Boeuf. Beef. Boeuf. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. Could I have le boeuf? Can I? Can I talk about a Shia LaBeouf story I read recently? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and this. Okay. So we. I. I'll. I'll say we are. Uh, I think at at the time of this recording, we're on hiatus from At Midnight, taking mm-hmm. a, taking a, a week-long break. The television program you work for. And without fail, whenever we go on hiatus, something fucking perfect happens. Right. That would be the greatest segment on the show. Right. I will continuously point to the time we went on hiatus and then screech stabbed somebody <laughs> in a Laughlin <laughs> casino. And then I think we also went on break during the guy from Creed's meltdown, which I think in hindsight turned out to be a little bit sad. Yeah. And maybe was for the best that we didn't make fun of him on TV. Yeah, he was he was more of a sad man than anything else. But Screech, I mean, we had him on The Sound of Young America 20 years mm-hmm. ago, 15 years ago. Yeah. He was a monstrous bad, human being. Bad man. Yeah. He's a bad person. A bad man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... So yeah, I think we could probably could have felt okay dick, dicking on Screech, uh, and I'm sorry if 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 we have learned since then that Screech has some like you know mental problems or something right. like that. And you know if that's the case, I think we all hope he gets treatment. Hey, how about because this? Because he's brought us so much laughter. How about this for a mental problem? He's an asshole. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. I'm going to prescribe him one of these yeah. and one of these for the face. whole audience. I'm holding up my fists. fists. Take. Take these and call me in the morning if you if you if you manage to wake up from my pummeling that <laughs> may kill you. <laughs> I deserve to take your life. <laughs> That's right. I deserve to snuff out the light of your life. <laughs> um. So, uh. So, so the uh, the perfect thing will always happen. Something that like makes you know that would make an amazing segment. And no sooner do we go on hiatus. That Shia LaBeouf gets in a fight with a guy who runs a bowling alley who wouldn't serve him nachos. <laughs> he called him a racist and then stormed out of the bowling alley, but had to come back in the bowling alley because he forgot he was still wearing his shoes. <laughs> now, I don't know how much of that story is true. Yeah. Read it in a gossip rag. Right. And it was just a, you know, secondhand account. Right. There's not video of all of this. You read this in art forum. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, I read it in Famous Monsters. 
It's reading about the Wolfman <laughs> sure. and what's going on with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, what's but happening I, in movie land? But I just I like that story so much. I'm just going to choose to believe it's true, unless yeah. Shia LaBeouf personally sits me down and tells me why it's not. <sighs> so here's the other thing I think we were trying to accomplish. Yeah, taking this guy from Reddit. Yeah, giving him the nice down the middle, right up the alley porn. Right. That he wants. He wants a people's pornography. He wants a proletariat pornography. It's something for John Lunchbox to crank it to. You know, like you and me. He wants he wants to pound it mm-hmm. to something that is honest mm-hmm. and represents not the not the people who control the capital, mm-hmm. but the people who generate the wealth. Right. That's the regular man. The worker. The cogs. So it's a couple. Probably a heterosexual couple, just just because that's the broadest audience. Sure, yeah. I'm not against any other kind. But of course, a, but it, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think we're going well by sh- this guy's shoot broad. Sure, they meet. Let's call them Jack and Diane. Jack no and reasons. Diane. <laughs> couple, no couple kids. Yeah. They are they meeting in the Chili's bar, or are they are, are they going there? Are they meeting there? Do they? Well, the plant just closed. Sure. And so they're at the Chili's drinking away there. Mm-hmm. Problems, yeah, because you know the problem. Let's get a couple more house Cadillac Margs over here. They yeah. say because the issue here, Jordan, and I don't mean to make this all about theory, mm-hmm. but the capitalist controls the means of production. So right. when he closes the plant, the job disappears. Mm-hmm. Okay, certainly uh, the proletariat could go and with those machines could create wealth. Capitalist has prevented it. Mm. Okay, so they're in the Chili's mm-hmm. drinking Cadillac Margs. Yeah. Don't mean to get too Marxist here, but they're drinking Cadillac Marge. Sure. Uh, and, you know, they decide that they should probably call it a night a little bit early. Yeah. Because um, she's got a baby shower in the morning. Are they there together? Are they a meet cute or? Uh, no, I think they I think they met there. They know each other through friends of friends. Got it. I think this is like a fifth date. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. But they both lost their jobs. They worked at different ends. Different of the plants, yeah. Different they, plants. These plants have both been closed. Right. Uh, and then we'll see the boss at some point in this. This is there's a long build up to the fucking hair. One's we'll in... cut to the boss, and he's a pig in a tuxedo. <laughs> yeah, smoking a cigar. Yeah. Does he have a monocle, or is that too much? Yeah, he has a monocle in a bag that says tariffs on it. <laughs> so this is their boss. <laughs> Um, this week's episode isn't called tariffs. <laughs> um, so, uh, so we yeah, so we cut to him just to let just to let the viewer know that they're you right. know they've got a they've got a foot on their but neck. but they work at the two of them work at different or a plants. Hoof, so one or of them, a hoof on their neck rather. Let's say one of them works at uh, an auto plant. Mm-hmm. Let's say the other one works at a plant plant, making those plants that you buy at IKEA. Sure, yeah, you know the I plant mean? plant. All that's all that's moving to Sweden, right? Back to its native Sweden, right? Because uh, of these clowns in the White House. Right. And their drones. Oh, my God. The clowns and their drones. Speaking of drones. Clowny drones. Hey, what about Ben Stein? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Good drone. Good drone on that guy. Thanks for the drones, Ben Stein. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, hey, Jordan. Yeah. Speaking of drones. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the drones, industrial <laughs> box fan. Yeah. Hey, hey, thanks for the drones, some Radiohead albums. Yeah. <laughs> Not all of them. Some. 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 Uh, Say, plants closed down. Yeah. A pig did it. Yeah. Pig pig with a tuxedo did it. Right. They decide they need to probably call it a night a little bit early. She's got a baby shower in the Mm -hmm. morning. Say, well, should we go back to my place or your place? You're seeing all this. Right. 
we go back to my place or your place? He's like, well, your place is a little further, but, um, but I think I'm, I'm better to drive. Right. I had a big lunch. Right. You're seeing all this. Yeah. They get in the car. You see the lunch? Yeah, you see him eat lunch. Yeah, you definitely see him eat lunch. Big old bologna sandwich. Big old bologna. You know one of those sandwiches where you just take, you know, you put the bread down, then yeah. you take the package of bologna, you open it up, Boom. put it all on there, put another piece of bread. Wash her down, Arizona iced tea. You got it. 99 cents? Yeah. You get 43 ounces. <laughs> this is enormous. <laughs> Very big yeah. tea. Just living it. Yeah. Whoa, the Arnold Palmer on the side yeah. is life size. <laughs> sure. It's like you're drinking out of his skull. <laughs> Speaking of which, when we're starting businesses, can we start Palmer's Skull Vodka? <laughs> that would be great. Okay, go ahead. Does Palmer have to be dead? Um <laughs> we can kill him if we need to. Well, after we kill Screech. <laughs> Pretty sure Jack Nicholas is dead. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so they go back to his place. It's a little further, but he's good to drive. They leave yeah. her car in the Chili's parking lot. She knows the manager. So she's like, be... hey, I'm going to come back for it tomorrow. You think she might be getting evicted? From her house? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if that's if you think that'll make it more compelling and relatable to the common man, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, so she's getting evicted. Yeah. He's still got a couple more months left. It's probably getting evicted because of yuppies. Fucking yuppies. I know. Oh, driving here. their convertible BMWs. <laughs> sure. Oh, Michael J. Fox. Opening up their Classic s- surgeon. sushi restaurants. Oh. They love sushi. Yeah. Do you think it This could, is an 80s yuppie, by the way, right? Could specifically this, be Doc Hollywood? Yeah, Doc Hollywood's coming in here with his white blazer. Oh, jeez. So, okay, so they go back to his place. He's got a couple more months left on his lease. They go into his room. They start to undress. She's like, eh, can we turn the lights off? I'm feeling a little bit fat lately. And he's like, no, I don't think you're fat. And she's like, I know. Thank you for saying that. But it's just kind of how I'm feeling. And he's like, yeah, sure, absolutely. You know, however, we're going to make you the most comfortable. Nice bed from Ikea. Mm-hmm. Creaks a little bit. He just needs to tighten the bolts. People's bed. People's bed. He's got he's to find that fucking hex wrench. Mm-hmm. So you know that he's got the thing, the mm-hmm. key, the hex key. Yeah. You know he's got, you know he's got that somewhere. He's got to tighten these fucking bolts. Yeah, it's in the junk drawer somewhere. Yeah. Some nice mish position. Right. Turn on Fallon. Right. I sleep by 11.45. Oh, God, that's so fucking hot. Right? Oh tell God. me you're not going to crank it to this. I'm already cranking into it right now. I hate to tell you, Jordan. Oh, boy. Pumping these thighs. Well, if I mean, <laughs> if I didn't notice before. Yeah. I'll, I'm okay if you want to finish up. God, the people's pornography is going to be our ticket to, I mean. This is all in real time, too. So this pornography takes uh, <clears throat> two and a half hours to watch, and you cannot fast forward. Yeah. It's like watching something like on demand with your cable package. Fast forward is, is not enabled. It's not available yeah, to you. Yeah, not available. Are there any decorations in the house? Are they watching... Is the TV on while they're boning? No, only after. Okay. Yeah. They wanted to see because Channing Tatum's on tonight. Are they listening to music? Yeah, they just have uh, yeah, they just have uh, Coast 103.5 on. <laughs> Got it. Just jamming on the coast. Yeah. Right? So it's like a sort of like Michael McDonald. Mm-hmm. Or... And yeah, they have art on. They have like a black and white picture of Paris. Right. Because she loves Paris. God, she loves Paris. Yeah. And he's obsessed with pizza. Yeah. So they have my favorite pizza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, are the, is the pizza in Paris sort of like holding hands? Yeah. 
God. It's a it's two portraits, but there's a black and white hand going from the pizza to the Eiffel Tower, which also has a hand. And they meet in the middle of the wall. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we're the host of Rose Buddies. It's a podcast about the Bachelor family of products. We watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, it is garbage television, but we're the king and queen of this garbage pile. We're the raccoons in charge around here. So join us on Tuesdays. Because the TV show's on Mondays. And basically we'll recap what we saw and we'll just sort of scoop the garbage around us and make a little fort out of it. No viewing required. But it's it's a good TV show. What are you doing? <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Just marking time until we die over here, guys. Oh, yeah. Any day now. When something momentous happens to you, 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. That's 206-984-4FUN. Here's our first call. Hey, Jordan Jesse Go. I'm assuming Chris Fairbanks is also there. I am calling in with a momentous occasion. My name is Corey from Chino. I was driving up this hill to work, and it's a long, sloping hill with a curve on it. And this guy who was driving ahead of me opens the door, keeps moving, never stops driving, opens the door, and vomits out the door of the car. Never stops driving, stays perfectly within the lines, meaning to me... He clearly has done this many times before. It was pretty great. Uh, yes. Thanks for listening. That'd be great to be that elegant. First of all, our buddy in Chino, pretty close on the guests, just one week off. Yeah. Impressive. Very, very nearly nailed it. I'm impressed. Um, yeah, no, that sounds that sounds really beautiful, like a ballet. Yeah. I bet Shia LaBeouf can throw up out of his own car <laughs> without, without missing a beat. Yeah. Oh, God. Just whoop, whoop, whoop. I bet I bet some people just like puke often. Yeah. I bet some people just have a lifestyle where they puke a lot. How often do you puke? How often do I puke? I bet. And we apologize for all the emetophobes out there. Sure. Um I will say that I probably puke once a year from sickness. Uh-huh. I'll get a stomach bug. Mm-hmm. And let's say Twice a year from drinking, really? Yeah, what are the I think that's a little bit on the high end. I bet. Yeah, I think that probably for a is. man in his mid thirties. I think I probably throw up from sickness once every other year, and mm-hmm. since I don't drink, well, there you go. Yeah, zero. Yeah, although when I get a really bad migraine, I do sometimes throw up. So maybe once a year is not unreasonable. Yeah, like when the migraine medication doesn't work, then that's that's when I get to the point of puke city. Yeah, when I when I get to yeah, Puke City population me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think I think that's probably my probably three pukes a year. Yeah. Which is I'm trying to get it down to two. Hey, uh, I haven't puked this year. I've not puked in uh, 2017. Do you think you can make it through the end of the year? I hope so. Check back with me. I got 20 bucks on it. Okay. Give you 20 bucks if you can make it through the end of the year. Oh, a challenge. Yeah. Okay, I'll be a gentleman about this too. I will tell you if I puke. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, watch yourself. I will. I got drones. No, I know. 
Not to mention hose in different area codes. Oh, boy. I got a whole set of stuff. <laughs> Drones, hose. Yeah. Okay, let's take our next call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. Uh, I had a momentous occasion today to share with you guys. I'm a middle school teacher, and today one of my real squirrely little guys, uh, this kid's always getting into trouble, raised his hand and asked if he could have a healthy snack during a lesson. I said, sure, and he reached into his lunchbox, and I kind of walked away to go help another kid. When suddenly I hear this almighty crunch come from his direction, and I look over, and the kid has pulled a full-sized bell pepper <laughs> out of his lunchbox and is eating it like an apple. Yeah. And one by one, all the kids in my room notice that he's eating a bell pepper like an apple, and they just stare at him as he consumes this thing over the course of two minutes. And he finishes his bell pepper snack, which has the core. He tosses it out an open window that's right next to him. And nobody says a stinking word about it. I'm still kind of having shakes about this moment. Thank you. That's why you become a teacher. Yeah. I was talking to our, uh, talking to our buddy Mike Mitchell the other day about uh, health and mm-hmm. eating. Mm-hmm. And we were agreeing that it is very frustrating when you are trying to eat healthy. You find something that you like. Yeah. And then someone tells you why that's bad. Basically, I mean, it feels like it's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll, when I'm when I need to snack, I'll get a piece of fruit, and then somebody will tell you about all the fruit sugar. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think that you know, like, oh, I'll, I'll have a salad for lunch. Oh, that if you put dressing on a salad, it's got more calories than a Big Mac. Right. They'll say to you. Right. And I don't know how much of this is true. Right. But I feel like it is a frustration when you're like watching what you eat. Is like somebody always likes to tell you why your thing, it is killing you and you should just eat a Big Mac. The only thing I, I eat is bell peppers. Sure. Yeah, I feel like the the safe things that no, and that everybody wants you to eat. Bell peppers, handful of almonds. Yeah. That if you that is that is those are the two things that have yet to be debunked is actually bad for you. Yeah, oh, I'll crunch it in one of those whole bell peppers. Mm, like wash it down with a handful of almonds. I like the yellow ones, I like those green ones. Mm, yum yum. Do you uh do you, will you eat a raw bell pepper? I'll eat bell pepper raw, but I won't eat it like an apple. No, that's strange. You slice it up like you were making fajitas. Mm-hmm. And then you crunch them. Then you crunch them. Yeah. And I don't eat a dip. I mean, the bell pepper is quite sweet. Sure. A lot of flavor in there. Bell pepper is very tasty. Very, very tasty pepper. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the different colors of bell pepper are different le- maturities of the same type of bell pepper? No, I didn't. There you go. Hey, what a fun fact. So Might what's not the be first, true, but I think it is. <laughs> what's the first phase? Mm, blue? Yeah. You never see those. You don't see those. Too they young. Come to too market. Young, They're too, too young. young to eat. Too young. In, in France, they have different cruelty Mm-hmm. Like regulations, right? So you can get a blue pepper over there. Oh yeah, really crunching into that shit. young Sm- chain smoke, that young mewling pepper, straight little, out of its mama. Just put it blueies. in your mouth. Yeah, Nom. Blue pepper, drag off a cigarette. Nom. Blue, blue pepper. pepper, drag off a cigarette. Go 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 go. Oh, that was a whole bottle of wine. Nom nom nom. That's me going down on my mistress because <laughs> I'm French, baby, and I eat immature peppers. I smoke. I perform cuddlingus on my mistress. Hello, baby. I'm a French guy. <laughs> oh, how would you like me to perform cuddlingus on you? Oh man, I love it here in France. <laughs> it's me, out of work, Elvis. 
Oh my goodness, Elvis, you are a great hero in our country! <laughs> my fishing boat crashed and I washed up ashore here in France. You are Which I don't know if it's near an ocean or not. You are quite a bad navigator! <laughs> That's right, baby. You have made it into the straits outside of France! <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, all these bell peppers, they're giving me the scoots. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Well, another great one is in the books, Jordan. It sure is. Hey, get at Papa John on Twitter and and uh, see if you can, and I'm sure he wants to hear your guesses as to who canceled on us. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's at I am Papa John. Right. And let him know who you think canceled on us. Yeah. Uh, I am I am uh, so grateful to Papa John. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been really ably fielding all of the questions and corrections at I am Papa John. Mm-hmm. They come up on every Jordan Jesse Go podcast. Mm-hmm. By the way, someone someone tweeted me today and said, "Do you know about the what's it called? The Sega Intimidator, the Sega Menacer, mm-hmm. which is a bazooka that attached to the Sega Genesis." Yes. And I said, you know, I, I, I don't I don't remember that. Well, first of all, he said, what do you think about the Sega Menacer? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, sir. Were you were you doing some general tweeting about the Genesis, or no. did this question just come out of nowhere? No. Okay. No, nothing about the Genesis. Had, I mean, I've been playing that Genesis you got me for Christmas. Sure. Bulls versus Blazers. Yeah. Madden 95. Mm-hmm. Been totally destroying Daniel at Madden 95. Yeah. I got to find a w- more worthy Madden 95 opponent sure. in my office. I'm not that good at Madden 95, let's be clear. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you said, you know, have you checked out this Menacer? I didn't know what that was. He said, I don't know what that is. He said, oh, it's the big bazooka gun that mm-hmm. came with the Sega Genesis. Probably the reaction to the Super Nintendo Super Scope 6. You got it. Yeah. And I said, no, I've never played that. I was never never really played a lot of uh, shooting games. Mm-hmm. And I thought, but, you know, maybe this guy's going to tell me he's got a bazooka in his house he's going to send me to play on my sure. genesis i'll play that mm-hmm. i don't give a shit and he says yeah i, re- I really enjoy it uh, i should play that more with my kids all right so you enough, thought you thought you were about to get a free menacer i didn't and you ended think up that, getting nothing i didn't think that i was going to and uh, to be fair i didn't want it mm-hmm. but it seemed like i i seemed like i was it seemed the odds seemed good that it was it was coming. So okay, so here's what here's your ideal situation. Uh huh. This guy says to you, "Have you ever played the Menacer?" And I say, "No, I haven't." He says, I- "Good news, it's in the mail." Right. And or then- just like I got one if you. Because some usually when people offer me something that they've got one of mm-hmm. that they don't need, it's something that I don't want. Sure. You know they say, "Oh." I got these baseball cards, these worthless baseball cards yeah. that I could send you. Well, that's great, but they're also worthless to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I we both like baseball. That's great. Sure, I'm, I like baseball, I but you know what I mean. Like you, the, you could have some fond memories flipping through them once, but then you got them in the house. Yeah, the same problem that that person had. Mm-hmm. But I figure, look, if I don't like the Sega Menacer, at least. You know, Christian Duenas is going to like the Sega Menacer. Yeah, he's got a pretty impressive pile of retro video games here at the office. It, it's it's a pretty it is a very impressive rig. I I enjoy looking at it every time I come in. Christian, I don't think was even born when I was playing Sega Genesis. Yeah, 
So we'll get him a menacer. Yeah. Maybe I should just go on. He knows about he knows about Sega Genesis stuff like we know about disco. I know. Like we were like, ah, oh, isn't it funny our parents put on these clothes and you know that's a disco song. All those jokes about disco are now about Gene Co jeans. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, people wore Gene Co jeans. They it was sure, a real they thing. They sure did. Have you looked up how much a menacer costs on eBay yet, Daniel? Thirty dollars for a menacer. That's a pretty good. You getting games with that? Does that come with Terminator Two? I think it, the menacer. I think the menacer came with. I could be misremembering this, uh-huh. and and uh, and Daniel, if you could help me out, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. I think the menacer came with a a toe jam and Earl themed shooting game. There you go. A toe jam. That's and Earl what he said. Spin-off. I said Ratchet and Clank, but I was thinking of toe. Oh, jam were and Earl. you? Okay, cool. Yeah, there you go. That's what you get with the next most thing. famous video game duo. You got it. You oh, 25, 25 with, the game. with the game. That seems like the bargain. Let's make let's make this happen. Do not send me these. Yeah. Uh, let's, Are you saying do or don't? Do not because okay. I like the idea of okay. I like the idea of getting one. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to put themselves out. Sure. I don't want to get a bunch of them. I don't want this guy to. He actually enjoys using it with his children. That's his prerogative. Sure. The Sounds story, like a fun activity for them as a family. The story is about me. And my weird idea, I was going to get a free thing that I didn't want, but mm-hmm. did want. Yeah. But I could just buy it for $25. What if someone is feeling compelled right now uh-huh. to send a menacer? Right. They've heard this talk, the ideas in their head. Mm-hmm. Got this menacer. I've got these stamps. Right. Is there a way I can get rid of both at once? Yes. Yeah, send them to Papa John. I was going to say, should you send it to Christian Duenas? Oh, Christian would love that. Maybe address it to him, care of Max Fun. Yeah. And then... He can enjoy it, you can enjoy it, but then he'll keep it yeah. in his little treasure trove, which I assume he sleeps on like smog. Yeah. Oh, he definitely does. He's sleeping over in there right now in the little desk drawer. Like a, like a, like a baby cradle. Mm-hmm. Just pull the drawer out and yeah, get a little... Yeah, a bunch of Sega Master System games. Yeah, and he sleeps in there on his little blankie. That's fun. It is. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Well... Daniel Baruela has been on the boards for this week's program. Our producer, Sonny D, Brian Fernandez. We're online, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can chat with us and uh, chat with uh, other folks in the Jordan Jesse Go community. You can also like Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook and join the Maximum Fun Facebook group where there's often a lot of fun Mm -hmm. chat. You can follow us on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. Been periscoping a little bit lately. Doing some periscopes. Somebody's hanging around the office, I'll periscope them. That's hey, that sounds like a fun social media activity. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. You might catch it. Follow me on on the scope. Scope it out. It. Scope it out. Scope it out. Sega Menacer. <laughs> um if you have corrections for the program, make sure to send them to uh, our good friend Papa John mm-hmm. from Papa John's Pizzeria. Papa um, you can also send them to Peyton Manning, uh, but make sure they're marked Papa John Care of Peyton Manning. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.